0: Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It is what it is, and what it's going to be, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with another episode. S
1: S S S six. What's going on, my guy? I'm chilling. Just chilling, man. Enjoying my uh my time off from from the uh, plantation.
0: Yes, sir. The, gris-aind, the gris-aind, grind. The grind. G R I N D. The grind. Yeah, man. Yep. <clears throat> How you been? Man, I've been decent, man. Let me tell the truth real quick. Um, last week, I tried to text my mother and had the realization that she wasn't here. So I had to take the day off because, you know, I was a little fucked up behind that. But other than that, man, life is good, you know. Like life, life is good. You know, so much shit around us is improving. We gearing up for different shit, you know. Creed got different shit going on. You you got different shit going on. Yeah. I do too. So, uh, staying busy, staying productive, staying progressive. Um, it's it's so weird, man, with this whole with the, with with the loss of a parent, man. It does it has a different different feeling to to you. It's like you a part of you just just just
1: got snatched up out of there. Ugh. So I like think that the realization that that's the inevitable outcome at some point in life. It never really. Resonates because you know what I'm saying? That, that, those are our first people, you know what I'm saying? Those are our first, though, and those, mm-hmm. those are the people that unconditionally loved you. Nobody in this world, no woman walking the earth, will ever be able to give you that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Never. No. I always tell my boys that, like, man, look, if you're out here looking for love, hang it up, you know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody gonna look at you and give you that that raw real, like your mom, you know what I'm saying? Just like a father will for his daughter, a mother will for her son. And uh, a lot of guys out here, they really chasing that and they looking for that feeling in other women and those women don't owe them that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's why they 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 fail at life because they chasing that feeling. Yeah, the, the women don't choose us for love and we don't choose them for love. You know what I mean? So That's the only time in our whole lives, if we're lucky, we're fortunate enough to actually experience that type of unconditional love in that way. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm thankful that I had it while I was here for seventy, what, 78 years. I think there's a whole era that occurred where a lot of mothers weren't necessarily even hardwired or geared up to be that type of mother to their kids because of other factors or whatever. Same as like guys not even being active in their kids' lives. Man, dude, I'm fortunate to have both of my parents actually participate. hmm give me give of themselves as much as they could with what they had you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah it was a, it was just one of those days so what i
0: did was i stayed home and i you know i did a little i did a little meditation um mm-hmm. uh, did some some prayer some talking to myself at the same time and then i sat and watched the new dion cole special have you
1: seen that Dude, I was about to hit play on it earlier, but I was like, nah, let me go ahead and cook dinner first, because I know I had to get up and do this. So I'll probably watch it when I get off of here, though. Okay. I've been watching a ton of documentaries, but yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think you're going to like his new specials called
0: Charlene's Son. I think that's the name of it. Um, and I watched it. And when he gets to the end, he speaks on why he named it that and the whole thing. uh, And it it was kind of like another thing that kind of confirmed for me that I needed that time to yeah. myself, you know? So he he explains to, her, he said, Hey, I lost my mom on this day a year ago doing this special. You know what I mean? So this, this was, he said, what I'm doing now is dedicated in her memory and everything like that. So sure. um, it, it was very, it was very dope to see. And along with that, man, also, I want to tell you six, man, I love you. I respect you, man. And I appreciate you for being a solid dude uh being around, being dedicated to not just hip hop music, but to your, to your to your kids
1: and and to your, your craft and everything else that you do, man. um Absolutely. appreciate that, bro. From, well, look, I respect you too, bro. Your grind is unmatched, bro. I you know so I I never question it because I know that you're you move with intention, and that's yes, most guys don't have the the willpower or the fortitude to actually just move in, and that's one thing. I, you never, you never get no no criticism from me in that way. Yeah, and, and
0: but what I then let me say is that I took time out to kind of like put myself in, in 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 different areas of life to see what else there was, and you know you you meet you meet good people who are great at their craft and everything else like that, and then you meet you meet shitty people, you know who are more concerned with what you ain't doing than 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 the things that you can do because you know. They feel, they feel some type of way, but, you know, God bless everybody else. I've, I've come across uh, business owners, uh, restaurant owners and shit like that. Everybody that's been on the podcast that has contributed to making this uh, a, a success um, and, and, and the things that I've been, I've been doing and to everybody that's been helping me as I move forward. But, man, just listening to him talk about it, you know, he said, make sure you let the people that you... That you do love and respect. Let them know it. He said, because the time is the time is fleeting and it really is. It really is. So after after that, man, I, I was I sat there and I was like, man, you know, do I let the people around me know? And I and I know I do. I know I do. But when you talk about my grind, when I'm when I'm fixed, when I'm when I'm locked in, I'm locked in. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really locked in. And what happens is even my family, they had to figure it out. Like, why does he do that? And then I finally had to, like, let them see or or tell them everything that I got going on so they will have a better understanding of what it is that I'm doing. And I don't get locked in and think that I I don't want to be around my family or I hate my family or some shit like that. That's far from the truth. When I lock in like that, it's because there are so many things that need to be done that I have to do myself or I have to run across you guys or I have to go talk to Creed about, or I got to, I got, I may have to go to Memphis or I got to talk to somebody from Memphis or I got to go to a different bank or it's just so many different, man, I don't, so when I'm, when I'm in my ground mode, man, I, I can, I can get, I can read a book. I can do some music and I can do this podcast and, I, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with me being, in my, being, being, in that, being in that path, having tunnel vision and being focused on just that. And I honestly love it when i when it, when I once i'm focused like that because it may at least it leads to less interruption and foolery
1: to 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 really get in, to get involved with you know it, it 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 limits the opportunity to to fuck up you know and that's that's a big deal that's really a big deal i kind of um, you know so we talked about it like with me I told you you know so i manage fifteen people on a team um and uh it's you know you're dealing with all these different personalities and you're hearing all these stories from these people you know what I'm saying I, because that's what I do I kind of got to be you know what I'm saying in this servant leadership role where I got to got to make myself available and that way I they can utilize me as much as I need to utilize them to get the objective accomplished mm-hmm. and it's a lot of personalities and attitudes and things like that and I I realized that everybody got a story bro and uh Nobody really understands like my story because I don't. You know, what I'm I don't. I, I don't have a problem opening up about my story, but I don't just be willingly like spilling my my beans, spilling the beans about who I am and what I'm into outside of the job because it ain't nobody' business unless I feel like we got that rapport. But like as I, you know, what I'm saying as I go through my 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 work week or whatever. And I'm talking to them and I'm seeing all the different shit that's happening as far as like the person to person beefs, the person to person interactions, who's cool with who the little clicks and all this old shit. And I'm always the I'm always in a position that I'm always going to be the odd man out. And I've become so comfortable in being that because I can always rest assured that I can I can focus on what the what the end game is always going to be on a personal level and in my professional life. Right. And it kind of—I I kind of learned that from my parents. Like, my mom was a, a registered nurse. You know what I'm saying? She went to nursing school and shit like that. Pops paid for nursing school. Uh, she was real highly respected in the field. You know what I'm saying? My dad is the hub, the family. Everybody don't nobody touches down in Chicago and not come see him. When people say ch- the check-in, <laughs> this nigga he don't even ask for it. You know what I'm saying? He' the dude. Like he's like me. He'll stay in the crib and just and, and work away at what he's working on. He'll be in the crib, just focused on because he's real family oriented. He raised us to be that way. My sisters that way, both of them. My brother's that way. We kind of got this this mentality that you know what I'm saying it's family over everything. And I I really appreciate that because I think that that was it, it, that was him changing the paradigm. He shifted the paradigm because prior. Yeah. It wasn't the focus. His parents didn't have that focus. My grandma was, needless to say, my grandmother was of that the silent generation because my dad is a boomer, so she's the silent generation, and she kind of inherited the the feminist movement. You know what I'm saying? She kicked my granddad out. I can do it on my own. I got this. Got a job at the post office. Made a lot of money. Blah blah blah. Bought her house. Moved moved them out the projects when she bought the house and all this shit. Uh granddad was a hustler he was in the streets you know what i'm saying so needing to leave him was obviously it was something she had to do i i probably i wasn't there i don't know i hear stories about it he never really talked about it before he died he just said he had to do what he had to do she's the one with all the stories so i can't put a whole lot of credence in either side of it because i didn't i don't have the pieces in place but the way it adds up to me is my dad shifted the paradigm you know what I'm saying? He, it was something about that, that he didn't like or appreciate that. He said, no, what, I'm going to do it different. You know what I mean? And that's been hardcore. Why me and my siblings are the way we are about our kids. You know what I'm saying? So that shit matters, bro. And when I, when I, as I manage the people that I manage and I see the things that's going on with them, the attitudes, the mood swings, all the shit that they just like, people go through shit, bro. And the way it's all about what, it's all about self management it's all about how what you do to to unload what, how you how you how you vent how you what you you know saying how you keep yourself busy mental health care stuff like that like th- these are conversations that 25 30 years ago wasn't even had in the black community bro true you know what i mean my my mom was like big on prayer about let's go to church blah 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 it wasn't like no self reflection type deal but maybe it was maybe the prayer component was her their ver- that version of what it is I'm speaking of. Whereas my dad is even the same. My dad's like, shit, he would work on cars. He'll go to work, he'll come home, work on his car. He'll uh, listen, sit in the living room, listen to his music. You know what I'm saying? He'll watch his TV shows, watch a football game, drink his beer, you know what I'm saying? Somebody come over, we, send, we all sit down, talk, chit chat. You know what I'm saying? Very welcoming. That was his therapy, you know what I'm saying? My therapy component is music, kicking it with y'all, uh, the mentorship of the young bucks that used to come kick it with me and shit like that, that was me kind of like pouring into people, you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like that was, I was serving a purpose. And I think once people understand the importance of that, we understand that we all kind of like, we need each other, you know so I'm saying? That's the community, community thing that not, most, most of us kind of ignore and that's what's kind of lacking in the modern era for a lot of people, that community component, because that's what I see on my job. Like, there's no way 15 people work, 16 people, 18 people work together, and a bulk of them just don't like each other for whatever random reason, because there's no community com- component on the team. There, there's no sense of community. There's no family component. You work with these people, you spend a bulk of your life with these people. And 40 hours or more. You, you have so much distrust for these people because what's, you can't wait to go back into the, 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 the confines of your home because your home is your safe place. Your home should be that. However, you should be able to move around in this world, uh, no matter how dangerous the situation is, no matter how, how chaotic the situation is, with the idea that there's somewhere out there or someone out there that you can connect with. You see what I'm saying? That's how, that's how we survive in this life. I move in and out of Chicago. I know what the fuck is happening out there. You know what I'm saying? I switch that fucking signal on in my head. Like, boom, let's be on alert. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I do, I if I, if my intention is to kick it with my daughter, I'm there for that. We doing it. We own that. If I got time for anything extra, I make phone calls and I arrange it. I'm not just trying to pop up nowhere. I'm not reckless like that. And that's because I know that I have to make sure that I make it back in one piece and then okay. not come back. <laughs> but it's the it's the mentality, dude. It's all it's the it's the the training. It's the mental training, man. Yeah, it's not like, and it's no disrespect to the South. It's not like
0: the South where you can just show up at people's houses and you'll be welcome because Big Mama or Auntie or somebody is it might actually be there to let you in and you can just stay there and hang out. This is right. Chicago, where a person, even if they are home, that don't mean that it. it's meant for you to drop by. Right. That may be the time where I'm rest. Well, a person could actually be resting, but they, they, this might be the day that they have time to actually create. You know, it's a different set of rules when you when you're moving around uh, up here, yep. uh, and you're engaging with people or you're trying to link up with people like you do and like I do and anybody else does. So. it's 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 a different attitude to it when you're here or when you're dealing with the people that are here man but yeah I am very thankful very very thankful of the people who who matter to me the most I salute to uh salute to everybody that left me voice messages the prayers and everything uh during my mom's death uh while she was hanging on for life at one point and and then having that one conversation with her and letting her know, yo, if you don't want to do this, you don't you don't have to do it no more, mm-hmm. you know. And from there, it just was what it was. So, right, I'm just thankful for thankful for each and every person, man, who dropped gems on me, did something good for me, and, or ch- helped change my mindset.
1: You know, it's a uh, it, it, it it worked it matters. You know what I'm saying? It's a big deal because that's part of that's that's how you know who's in your tribe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we had these little clusters of friend groups or whatever, we don't realize that that's tribalism. That's mm-hmm. our tribe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And those tribes extend out. You know what I'm saying? Like I and I tell people all the time, I don't have a I don't have a massive circle of people I call quote unquote friends because that's impossible from for my personality type. You know what I'm saying? I think my sense of responsibility and my sense of family and my you know what I'm saying that stuff matters and that's a very that's a very strong thing for me so just allowing anybody that access is foolish mm-hmm. so like you we you and I are tried you mm-hmm. know what I'm the whole our whole clique we're tried we all we all it's like a, it's an unspoken understanding about all, amongst all of us and we don't even have to talk about it we just once we link up we link up yeah you know what i'm saying and that's important same thing with the people who you know what I'm saying who actually understood the language your language and knew how to contact you and, and give you the words of encouragement you needed. They didn't, right. It didn't. It wasn't contrived. It didn't seem forced. They knew. They said, "I know this man needs this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna deliver it." And, and and that's the great thing about it, right?
0: Some people knew that there was a part of me that was, of course, mentally going through it, right? There people who also had been through it. My cousins, uh, they were letting me know, "Hey, cuz, this is how I felt when this happened when I lost mom, and then the next year after I lost dad." This is what I went through. This is how it felt. This is how you may feel. This is some of the stuff that you may have to deal with, but you got to fight through it and keep going. Or you have to be aware that this may, may happen. I don't know how you're going to take it cuz oh, because you know, you're, you're a different type. You, your anger will will may force you to do something or it may, it may, you may look for an out um, on a person. You know, they, so they were just like gauge, gauge each situation, you know, and, 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 and just be aware that people are stupid and, and people are idiots and they don't, they don't really know. Um, and over the past, over the past few months, you realize like a lot of people, they don't, they don't have any real awareness of who they're really, who they really talking to or dealing with and
1: yeah. how and how quick this can really just go bad for you. Yeah, they have no, um, I think they, 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 they they try to express empathy but they don't know they don't have to they don't know how to make that connection Uh -uh. i'm saying so again it's a very traumatic experience first and foremost because this is like i said earlier this is the person who loved you unconditionally this is the person who raised you brought you up and 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 helped mold and shape you and fed you all these nuggets of of wisdom and understanding all these different things you can't that person cannot be replaced that's an irreplaceable component to your entire existence however there are people who do relate to that, that, you know what I'm saying? I I lost my mom. I didn't, I I didn't feed you the bullshit. I've had a lot of people feed me bullshit in that time that I, not to say that I didn't appreciate the sentiment, but I knew that the empathy portion of it was lacking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people don't know how to express that empathy and it comes off as stale. Mm -hmm. Very, very stale. Major disconnect there.
0: You know what i'm saying and it comes off as stale or or just doing the bullshit to be doing the bullshit right
1: very disingenuous
0: yeah disingenuous that's a very good way of putting uh, a very good way of putting it um and you know it you know it by, by how it's coming off too so um man i, I just I, i'm appreciative of that but on to something else that i want to talk about sure. all right so i did i finally did what you asked me to read some of the questions off um and get and get that shit answered. So I'm gonna ask you some of these same questions that I was asked. Are you usually the smartest person in the room?
1: Not usually, but a lot of the times I'll say closing in on the on the majority of the time, I find myself in that way, unless I put myself I've got to constantly put myself in rooms where I'm not that smart. You know what I'm saying? Where I can constantly learn and, and glean something from people you know um in most conversations i'm always shocking people that i know what i know because most people don't assume that i know most of this shit because i'm I'm a i'm a stoic person i just i sit there and i'm I'm more observer i'm a people watcher yeah i here's the crazy part when you do know shit why do people
0: why are people astonished or why are they why what's the whole competition about like what
1: I think a lot of it. I've come. I've learned that a lot of it is. I tend to know stuff they didn't even know. Or <laughs> I, I had regardless, a, regardless. Like I had an understanding of something that they never even considered. So it's almost like you and I. We talk. Uh, we talk space, time travel, all the, science, all the science stuff. And that's that's not a typical conversation for you know what I'm saying. Like most uh, most guys talk women in sports. You know what I'm saying? But to me, I think that's posing. I think that's that's too easy. You know what I'm saying? Like we could talk we could talk music and most people just talk who the music artists are that they like. But we being on the artistic side of it and being inside the creative process, we kind of talk about it from a more technical standpoint. That's They People are shocked that I can play piano and guitar. You know what I'm saying? People are shocked that I play music on a PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. I to me, it doesn't. It's not shocking because I put my mind to it. <laughs> think about it like this: like most people don't accomplish. Most people don't have a sense of accomplishment in their lives. I think as a man, I think a, a man by the time he reaches 25 should accomplish at least one thing. Mm. And that means from from beginning to end completion. And it doesn't mean just go to college or it doesn't mean just go get this job and get a raise and stuff like that. I mean, it's like something, a personal goal, accomplish a personal goal. If you want to, if you want to build muscle mass, you go to the gym or get your weight set and, and set that goal. If you're trying to lose some weight, set that goal and accomplish it. If you want to get this, if you want to have this, uh, if you want a, a particular type of car, if I want to old school colors, I got to go research it, figure out what the cost is going to be, find out what's wrong with it so I can get it fixed With all you know, what I'm saying get all that together before I even go approach that, and 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 make that goal complete. But I have to commit to it, and I think that's what it is. A lot of a lot of people don't commit to things like that, and that's that's not my problem. I just that's I move and and like setting goals. I'm always a goal oriented person in that way. So yeah, yeah. It, it's it's weird to me, right? So the the singing shit that I that I let you guys know about me being able to do, right? me off guard with that one. <laughs> okay, okay. So too shocked. Okay, all right. Let's use that, bro. Keep doing it.
0: Okay. So it, it happens, right? And then you go. Well, it ain't like I I can't do it. It's just one of those things that I don't really let people know that I'm I'm capable of doing. But mm-hmm. I grew up I grew up in a church choir,
1: right?
0: You know what I mean. When I usually when people hear me crooning, I'm off beat. But I'm off beat on purpose because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sing like I, I know I'm doing it like I'm under, around, through the through the, through the the beat or whatever. And I'm off. I'm flat. Right. So I know that I'm doing it. But then when I go to a studio and I and I get on key and I actually start singing the song. Some people are astonished and the people that aren't astonished, they're trying to com- they're trying to compete with me. It's just like, wait, are you competing with me because you, you know that I can sing now or are you trying to make yourself, John,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it's, you know what I'm saying? Which is natural. It's natural because I, I, I've been in, in rooms where I make beats. I've made beats live and I've had people all of a sudden want to come in and contribute or make a beat of their own to show me they can do it too, or do it better than me, which I, I've never said I'm the best at everything I do. You know what I'm saying? But what I do is I excel at learning how to get it done and do it efficiently, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's like one of them things where people they they become competitive, especially because again, it's about the completion portion of it. You you know what I'm saying? Most people never even get up and join the choir in the church. You can have a a a a congregation of 150 people, and what 25 join the choir? Maybe. Well, that's the maybe. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Or you get one or two people who play organ, one or two people who play drums. You see what I'm saying? Those are people who are. Those are the outliers. Those are the people who actually want to contribute in the ministry. That's higher than just sitting there and absorbing the information. All of us aren't just consumers. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are producers. We kind of just got it. We got. We got the gift to do it, and we kind of do it. Yeah, and that was one of the things I said
0: when I was answering the questions. I think you, you know this, Creed noticed Smith noticed. I'm eclectic. I can do a lot of different shit. Absolutely. I can do a lot of different shit six you can do a lot of different shit um it just depends on how we feeling one day i may wake up and want to do six things today and and may actually do those six things throughout the course of the day you know what i mean i may wake up uh friday and say you know what i got four things four extra things i'm gonna do so i'm gonna knock those out but that's because i have the the power i have the mental capacity to to put my mind to it and do it like i i I have spoken it into existence I have yeah. seen it in my mind's eye that I can do it. So I'm going to go out and accomplish it. I'm not about to sit around and, and and be mad that someone else can do it. I'm going
1: to go do it. I'm going to go do it my way. Even greater than that, bro. It's one of them things like once you put your mind to it and you don't complete it, you just lied to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I can't, that won't sit well with me to say I lied to myself. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I I procrastinated because procrastination is actually more of a habit than anything. So you form a habit, you've become addicted to putting things off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that's something that, again, it takes about 20 some days, almost a month to form a habit and about the same amount of time to break that same habit. So that means all you got to do is just put something off for about that length of time. And now you've kind of like trained yourself to just say, no, nah, I'll do it later. No, nah, I'll do it later. No, nah, I'll do it yeah. later. Later, some one day later is not going to come. You know what I'm saying? And we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next minute anyway. So, mm, how you, you know what I'm saying? What you do with your time is your business. However, I'm just one of the people where, like, losing my mom kind of got me in a space where, like, dude, I got to. A sense of urgency is important. And you have to get things done. You can't wait. Facts. I even told I told my girl, because, you know what I'm saying? I was like, dude, I, I, I sent her a text. She was like, how's work? I was like, shit. Work is work. I'm dealing with these people and this, this, this personalities and stuff, but it's all love. I said, but you know, I said it's my last night before I'm off. I said uh, I'm tempted to just leave early. She said, Yeah, I know, but you don't know, like a short check. I said, Exactly. I said I'm a completionist. I like I I got thing. All my money is already spoken for. I know that I want to invest in my you know what I'm saying my my creations. I got to invest in some of these things that I've already told myself I was going to do, and even if it's ten dollars short that I, that don't sit well with me <laughs> you know what i'm saying ten, there's, a,
0: there's a guilt trip that goes on too yeah. when, you, when you know you shorted yourself
1: yeah exactly because i knew what i know what my potential and my goal how they align i know how those two things kind of connect so yeah yeah um
0: yeah so you're usually at the not all not all the time but there are times when you
1: aren't the smartest person in the room. I try try not to be. I try not to be. I don't like to gloat on things. I try not to be like in a braggadocious space with people. I I like to leave people guessing. I like them to wonder. But if they ask me, I'll tell them straight up, boom, this is what it is with me. You know what I'm saying? But if they never ask, they'll never find out because this is how I move. Do you care what people think about you? generally no i i care about the i i care about results though you know what i'm saying like because of my my nature i don't like i don't like dirt on my name you see what i'm saying so i try to do things to kind of like enhance the outcome i want to make sure that i get as close to the goal as possible i know that nothing is ever going to be 100% but i try to get as close to 100% as possible with people so uh what people think about me is a business but i do want whatever whatever impression I leave to be what it's gonna be. And I want it to be because I made that outcome be be that. I don't want it to be because hey, I left you guessing so much that hey, now you get to just draw your own conclusions about me. And now I gotta now, when shit starts stacking up, I gotta prove y'all wrong. Fuck all that. Character over reputation. Yeah. Yeah. But you know in certain situations, six, when
0: you don't really give a, you don't really care too much about whoever it is it, you know you walk away I'm like I ain't, I ain't worried about nobody doing nothing so yeah dude i got this
1: model. i said this shit at work all the time because you know people be stressing out over shit and I, they like uh what do you think about it i said well they're not going to take you in the back room and bust your kneecaps and knuckles so you know what i'm saying so put as mind? much yeah you put as much into it as as need as needed you know required effort, and the outcome is the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I got to get home to my family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my, that's, my goal is it's more stressful driving to and from work than it is dealing with these people because I'm in a motherfucking machine on a road full of machines. Yeah. <laughs> you know Any one of these machines could be out
0: of control and smash into mine and, and, and cause something else. The yeah. next question is... Do you think that there are more presidents that could have been uh, of a different heritage other than Anglo-Saxon,
1: Caucasian, white? I think we had this conversation before. uh, And we had this conversation quite a few times off mic, but I do know that... uh, I do believe that there there are quite a few. I think there was at least, at minimum, five. But I do believe that the government, the governing body before America was considered America, and, you know, they fucking... Decided that that was going to be what it was. Their governing body before them had, was, was chock full of uh, Native and African people that were governing. And, and Correct. So, Correct. Whatever. Because they were, go ahead, go ahead, say it. I said, like, whatever that was called, whatever that looked like, that, that model was probably the structure that kind of created what we consider to be, you know what I'm saying, the
0: current union. Yeah, because there were already towns and everything that were already here. There are already Black men and Natives, Indigenous people that were already walking around here doing whatever they were doing, right? So doing whatever that they were doing. So because of that, we we know that they had to at some point get together with these people. Mm -hmm. And when they were trying to found towns and and build townships and shit like that, they had to go talk to these people, go see the shaman or go see the... yeah Yeah, go see the high priest and all these different different people uh so we definitely know that there were dealings with
1: people and at some point somebody slept with somebody and i'm guaranteeing you that it wasn't there was no just decimation of entire entire governing bodies just to make america become america you know what i'm saying there were some concessions made and even though we like to believe that it was just all white everything well we were like to be we would like to believe they want us to believe that it was just all white, everything. That nope, mm-mm. it's impossible, bro. It was it's impossible because even when they even when they landed, people of color outnumbered them. Correct, and it was documented that
0: they said when they landed, uh, people with dark faces and shiny teeth mm-hmm. greeted them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and helped them out. This it's been documented, so mm-hmm. we we know that, and and we know through those parts of history if you if you read the the history books or whatever it'll it'll show you and tell you all that type of stuff so yeah yeah, those are those are some of the questions i wanted to run by you and get your opinion on it because you know i did my 14 15 minutes answering different
1: questions um i I peeped it out it was dope i think that uh you know what i'm saying the questions were legit none from the ones that you chose from i don't know if that was everything but or the ones you just chose from but i do believe that uh that's something, that if you, you don't even got to do it every month, but just pick a random time to just answer questions and engage the audience. Shit, why not? They, people, want to be, people want to feel heard and involved, especially if they're actually consuming your content. Yeah. yeah, if you all like what we are doing, you can also subscribe to the podcast
0: yep. uh, and the YouTube channel and the IG uh, page, the Instagram page, and leave comments or DM like you've been doing or the emails or whatever. At some point we will get to you. You know, it, 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 I am not just ignoring you to ignore you, but we do stay busy over here. Like we are working, men, We do work 50 hours a week or more. And then we come home and do music. We make beats. We go sing places and we do all this different stuff. Um, yeah. And that, that that that's what happens. So my normal voice is like this when I'm chilling, when I'm around you guys or whatever. That threw
1: you off when you heard me singing the first time? It caught me off guard a little bit. I remember you mentioned before that you, you croon, but, you know, like everybody says they, they do something. You know what I'm saying? But to actually witness it, I'm like, okay, damn, this dude really, you know what I'm saying, he got the chops. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> and I don't brag. I'm not, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not a braggadocious guy. Exactly. Like when you said you rap. You know what I'm saying? The first time I heard you rap, I immediately, hey, we got to do this. You know what I mean? Because I I already knew what was there. I could hear it. Like, okay, yeah, you know what he's talking about. You know what he's doing. It's just about making this thing thing come together. Yeah, get my sound back together. Yeah, and that's really that's really what it was for me, man. Because again, I've been around so many different talents. You heard a lot of my older music. You know what I'm saying? All the different ranges of stuff that I would work on and stuff like that. Different type of artists that I work with. So it's like the surprise of it probably didn't hit, sit in too long with me as much as it would with somebody who probably just doesn't uh, exist in the space that we exist in musically. Yeah, yeah, and then coming in the studio and just
0: doing it um, on cue, or or fucking around, and then you just go, oh, he he can when he's ready, he'll just do it without without being bothered,
1: or having a drink, you know. And- yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Just kicking it. And, have, you know what I'm saying, just letting it kind of come together and be like, all right, you, hey, you should that shit you just did, we should put that in a song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just go from there.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah and then I did the shit for your brother. I I don't think he was expecting that. I don't
1: think he was expecting oh, he that either. He texted me immediately. He texted me immediately. And that was like a conversation I never had with him. I just, I thought he just knew it because of shit that, you know what I'm saying? I, I would, anytime we make some music, I would try to get his opinion, Tony' opinion. You know, what I'm saying send it to like three people just to get you know, what I'm saying I might send it to phone. Hey, what y'all think on this? And what this was like the one time where he was actually shocked and surprised that you chose to do it for him. Mm. He did, and I think that's what really because it was dope. It, and he was like, "Damn, I need more of that." <laughs> he didn't get back to me though. He never got back to me. Uh, well, yeah, this is how I be, man. Sometimes I be like, when, when I shoot you a beat. I don't, I don't, I, I don't never send you with a, re- I'll never send a beat with a request. No, you don't. You just say, do what you do. <laughs> and then you might sing on it. You might not. Sometimes I'm like, damn, he ain't sing on this one. You got to let me know what you want, man. Like, well, I'm going to just keep on fucking with this and just see where it goes and see whether or not that even makes sense. And sometimes it just wasn't needed. You know what I'm saying? But I just be like, I, I I'll be caught off guard if you do, or you don't, because I never know how you hear the beat. Yeah, that, and that's the other thing. If I if
0: I don't hear the melody or whatever it is, uh, when it's playing, then I I I'll stay off of it, and or I do I'll do some um bop shit. You know what I mean, and just right.
1: bop around on it. But if I if I don't hear it, I'll I'll, I'll leave it alone. Right, you know. But the, if it if to me, if ever we had that instance where if to me it sound like hey, you need to embellish this one a little bit more, put some vocals to it. You know what I'm saying? Sing on it and I just make the request. But I never see the need, you know what I'm saying, the driving need because usually the direction of the song is the direction of the song.
0: Yeah.
1: You know yeah. Different
0: from you, Smith don't really like that shit. He don't like niggas on hooks and shit like that or something.
1: He, he told me. He's like, I don't care for none of that shit. Man, he just wanted, like, yeah, spit your bars, man. Get your, get your bars off. I think what it is too, man, is like, there's levels to it, bro. Because that's how I feel about it. It's levels So It's the same thing with niggas who rap, man. It's like, some niggas be trying to overdo it with the punchlines. Some niggas be trying to overdo it with the with the wordplay and the flow. And like nigga, calm the fuck down. The beat don't require all that. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? But again, it's it, it's different because again, he don't he he's not the vocalist. You know what I'm saying? As a producer, he can totally focus on the, the construction of that that beat in the song and say, you know what, this because I'm existing in this space, I can hear the things that you're overlooking. You know what I'm saying? Like most rappers who don't make beats don't ever consider the pocket they rapping in. You know what I'm saying? They just want to rap. They want to get their flow off. They don't think about, hey, maybe I should switch the pocket that I'm dropping these words in so that I can have a little bit more bounce to it or, yeah. you know, and, and make it more groovy, make it, you know what I'm saying, vibe a little bit more. Maybe listen I- to, Yeah. Listen to when that kick and that snare goes in and out. Yeah. Shit like that. Uh, chain together some some phrases a little bit to kind of make it sound more jazzy. You know what I'm saying? Do some rock camp type shit. Let me yeah. get out some crooked eye level shit. Let me, you know what I'm saying? But most rappers just be like, "Man, I'm a, I'm, I'm the best rapper in the room. Ain't nobody fucking with me. I eat all these rappers up. Watch." And they get in the booth and they spit they heart out, <laughs> and then they come out of there and like, "So what you think?" And you're like, "Dude, you did too much,
0: way too much." You know, crooked crooked eyes. Great. He has a dope ass pocket. When like when he goes in and out of that
1: pocket, he He's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But this is my thing. And I, I think this is with a lot of rappers, especially like rappers who rap. Very few at his level can do uh, interchangeable things with their words. Mm. He has a strong vocabulary. He He's a linguist. It's <clears throat> obvious because he, he, uses, he uses every part of his lexicon to his advantage to make sure that his wordplay is dope and he interchanges his his punchlines his metaphors his similes all of those things are kind of like layered and still maintains the, the structure of his flow. I think he's better at that than even Royce. You know what I'm saying? But what Royce what Royce excels at is a cadence, vocal inflection on top of like the punchlines. Like he actually he actually He'll articulate the idea and spit it with the attitude and the and the function of his, his you know, what I'm saying what he wants you to feel when he's delivering it. Whereas Crooked Eye will focus on the words and make sure you hear it and you understand and you can feel it. And I think that's where those levels and those tiers of, of MC come in. Um, I think, uh, my personal opinion, most people will argue me down over it, but I think Lupe beats all beats the rest of them out in that. Like Lupe's wordplay. His vocal inflection, his, his ability to sing, is, is you know, so all of these different things coming from a Chicago artist is probably Bar none, a, a master class on how to do all the things that Crooked Eye and Royce knows how to do. And Royce is, is, is he he really is top tier. Yeah. He's he's really top tier. I think that's why Lupe, to me, in my personal opinion, is probably like he don't get his flowers like he probably should, in my personal opinion. Do you think that has something to do more with him not um, being a messy guy? Probably not to me. No, I think what it is is I think he got he got the cosign too young, too early, too. You know what I'm saying? Too young. Okay, because I just
0: I I feel like sometimes you know his name ain't out there in enough bullshit. Like he stays clean. Like he he goes out, he does his shows or whatever, and then he goes home. You don't see Lupe doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that or staying in trouble
1: stay to himself and if you see him he's on his own instagram lives and he's out shit like that but i think for me from my perspective i think he just i think he got the co-sign too early so the respect that people have for him is kind of tainted because jay-z co-signed this nigga and he worked with kanye and but you know what i'm saying it's like he's attached to too much high-level shit Royce at least had a cool down behind working with Dr. Dre and working with Eminem. He had his beef with Eminem. He, had, he got locked up. Shit like that. He had that cool down period where he had to re uh, insert himself into the game and kind of get reacclimated, get his feet back up under him. Not to say that he ever lost traction, but he just never had that same momentum until like the Slaughterhouse era and shit like that and everything that came with it. Um, but I think like, like Crook, Crook never had that momentum. You know what I'm saying? He never had that behind him. I think the Slaughterhouse era, you know what I'm saying, propelled him to a level that he probably wasn't at before, but it never got him to the level where he could have probably become the star he's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying?
0: Do you think that he should have focused more more on a craft during the time that the the Slaughterhouse kind of like got shelled and put out more projects? Or did he? Because I don't don't feel like he did. And maybe it's just because I stopped paying attention because –
1: we all got into other shit uh as far as music and and doing other things i think he did but i don't think he did it at the level he should have i think that the level he should have done it should have been at the same level that joe budden got into his podcast and the same level that royce got into his prime and his uh when he did the book orion it's like like royce kind of hunkered down and kind of focused his energy in specific places whereas Crook was doing his, he got he, with Crook's Corner podcast. He spent a whole lot of time on social media, engaging his fans and talking to the people. He put out some projects. He did a couple of projects with uh, Joel, but none of that shit really stuck. Like it, pro- it should have, I don't know, none of the logistics as to what caused a lot of the momentum shift. Yeah. So, and, so that's the other part I want to I wanted to ask about it. Cause now
0: that I think about it, he did have two of those projects was, a, was about bucking against the system, right? But you never saw a real good push for those, for those albums. It was just like, hey, my project is out.
1: Fuck with it. And he was, I think what it is, man, is like he might have seen the potential for a new beginning going to Shady Records because he was so close to being in the rooms that he always wanted to be back in. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, let's be real, man. All right. We're going gonna, we're gonna to keep it a beam. Like, Joe was the star of Slaughterhouse. He was the biggest, he was the biggest star of the group. Not to say he was the biggest star period, but the biggest star of the group. He's the one that had the, the Grammy nominated single and blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Royce would be number two behind that in terms of popularity. People knew who Royce the five nine was. They knew B- bad meets evil, blah, blah, blah. And that's strictly off of his affiliation with Eminem and Dr. Dre and stuff like that. And then you go, it's a it's a two way tie between between Joel Ortiz and uh, and crook. And Joel was at least a uh, scientist shape. I mean, aftermath for a little bit before you got dropped. You know what I'm saying? Because he was on the label when Rakim was on the label. You know what I'm saying? And Dre was really trying to work with him and stuff like that. But certain stuff didn't, didn't pan out because, you know, Dre is very picky like that. But Crook had his, his death row era moments when that shit kind of Came down to whatever it came down to. I don't know what was going on. I know he had his double XL cover shit um, when he was part of the freshman class, but I don't know like what that looked like for him co- commercially. I don't know what that looked like for him career wise until slaughterhouse, bro. You see what I'm saying? And he's a top tier lyricist. He's probably he's probably elite. He's an alien, but that don't mean shit <laughs> in the in, in the grand scheme of the business of of music. You know what I'm saying? Especially nowadays because that's not even a requirement to become, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a financially stable star because guess what? It's kind of like too little, too late for rappers like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you either hit your stride when it's time and become that, that magnet for that fan base or you kind of just be scraping and and, and grasping that at the rope as it's slipping away. So can we then say that it was the way that it was being packaged most likely so i think i don't even think it was the packaging though bro i think it's just a product in general because you think about like when when slot even with slaughterhouse they do they were like an underground favorite they weren't like a man they,
0: they were but that's what i'm saying so when they went to no shape. one expected that first album to gain as much success as it did but i did because i was like yo these are four of four some of the dopest guys out right but what i was expecting on the on the second album was for them to have free reign at Shady Records to do whatever it is they're gonna do. Hey, you guys wanna come over here and make a record? Cool, we'll 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 give you guys a budget, do all that yada yada yada. Come of find out, there's all this pop pop bullshit
1: that you know I really didn't, you know I really didn't want to hear. I don't. I think that that's what most of the fans expected. I think most of the fans had this expectation that uh, Shady Records was just gonna let Slaughterhouse do Slaughterhouse. I, that's but, what I expected. But that's obviously not what was in the contract and what was negotiated. And it's kind of what kind of drove Joe away from the, the situation. Okay, because- I mean, but, but so, so you, 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 you think like I think.
0: Mm-hmm. How did y'all not go in
1: there, hear this album, and go, yeah, just take that out, take it, that out and take that out? Because I think they probably did go through that process. But you know, like when you sign a deal, you don't necessarily own. It's very true product Very true. and the, the person that's financing it owns the product and because he wants his uh immediate return off of it you know he's probably like yo this it's is called going- rosenberg and marshall and whoever else is part of that deal you know what i'm saying like shady records is a, a is a is a company it's a conglomerate so it's like there's his brand but there are so many people that's actually invested in making sure that those products actually become whatever they're going to become for the how many how many it might be a two album deal you know what I'm saying? A single album deal, a four album deal. Whatever that deal looked like, the first one has to at least chart to, to kind of get a re- return on that investment. It does. But I, I
0: think doing those type of songs wasn't made for artists like that. You know, like these are, these are underground independent artists. You got to let them come in with that, uh uh the, the hammer dance. You got to let them do that type of shit, man. Because that's what's going to keep people them in, in what they what they're hearing you gotta let them do songs with Pharaoh months you gotta do stuff like that that's gonna keep them in the hip-hop lane the, the red mans of the world we don't want to hear hear Skyler and all these other people yelling out these songs talking about welcome to our house we don't want to hear that we and don't cra- want to hear that
1: I know those are the songs that they wrote they could have not wrote those songs
0: yeah they could have they could have just heard them like yo
1: we know nah, we're not gonna do that one you know what I'm saying? If the album would have turned out to be uh, something that the, the label couldn't get behind or felt like they couldn't get behind, then they could have just proved it wrong. But they 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 acquiesced. And that's really something that you kind of got to look at. And They might not even feel like they acquiesced. They might even feel like anything I'm saying now, they might have an opposite point of view on, might tell me I'm full of shit, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I know what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? Not even necessarily in the music space. Just your job, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like you might not even feel like wearing a fucking shirt and tie that day. You might just want to come in there in some sweats. But you know what the dress code is? I know what the dress code is. Absolutely. But so, yeah, records being, you know, what I'm saying the preeminent, uh, uh, glamour label because that's what all it is. Is a fucking. It's a. It's a label that that appeases, uh, the contract that that Eminem has with with uh IV. Yeah. Oh, so, that was his. That's his little thing. Uh, so coming over there to be able to meet those, those that criteria is probably written in the contract your first out your first album outing is blah 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 uh and it needs to meet blah 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 and this is a you know what I'm saying these are the we need 17 songs 16 songs you know what i'm saying Terrible. and we need to have at least we need to have at least three songs that that chart in these positions we're trying to meet you know send meet some benchmarks but this this also proves that the business model doesn't work for all artists it just doesn't dude, trying to monetize music and gen- any type of art is always gonna, you're always gonna fall flat in some form or fashion dude that's why every all of this shit is uh is mechanized and contrived bro like you think about why most music nowadays sounds exactly the same it's a formula and this is really? all so, like anything that exists outside that formula, if if it becomes successful, it becomes part of the new formula. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't get you don't get a fucking Lizzo out of nowhere, bro. You know what I'm saying? Lizzo's talented as shit. But she did, she's got a, she's got a sound that fits a, a a motif that they need. You know what I'm saying? She she can touch a demographic that they need. Otherwise, you'll have 30 other different motherfuckers out there doing exactly what she does. Perhaps.
0: And again, this is all shit that they promote. They promote what they want you to hear. I'll say it again. They promote what they want you to hear. The music you're hearing is not because it's the me- best music out. There is an agenda for you to hear the music oh, that you are what, hearing. This is what Kanye was talking about. This is what he was talking about. Do y'all really think this is the best music? Like the, To anyone listening, the best music that you're hearing out right now, do you really think that this is the Best music and this is
1: the best music that you could be hearing in America right now. The best music hasn't even been don't even have deals. You have to discover it yourself. You gotta go to SoundCloud, Bandcamp, all or these they, different, or they have their own little uh like distro kid they had their distro kid account or whatever, and they had their stuff on on the streaming platforms that that that's you gotta dig down in there and search search you for dig through it the artists
0: all these guys, the, 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 all these dope ass artists that are out here that you never heard of that are out here making moves. Like they don't sound like the rest of these guys. They sound very refreshing. Even the ones that have similar methods to their music as these uh, right so, so-called mainstream artists. They're still, what you're hearing isn't the, the best quality of music. The guys that you all are hearing have been paid for. They have been paid for and they have been sponsored.
1: Yeah, and it's part of the deal. It's like, it, and it's always been that way. This is not, it's nothing new. It's what it nothing is. We, we, we live in a day and time now where the information is readily available. But prior to this moment, it was like, it was it was a common occurrence. Michael Jackson became Michael Jackson because of this machine. You know what I'm saying? They saw the talent in the kid and they said, you know what? That's what we're going to put our money at. He seems to be uh, focused on making music. He don't seem to be very distracted by anything. Let's Let's kind of lock into him now. While while the iron's still hot. You know what I'm saying? Also, I, I was gonna ask you though, bro. Like, and it's just because you know, Drake and 21 Savage put out an album, Nas put out an album. Those are like two completely different artists. Uh Nas being a legacy act. You know what I'm saying? You can't take away the work that he's capable of accomplishing because he's he just proved that he could do four albums in what two years? and, four and two. And those are like highly regarded albums working with Hit Boy, and I'm thinking that's like a marriage of between two generations that kind of like, Hit Boy can kind of tap into who Nas is as an artist. Artists can tap into the Hit Boy for who he is as an artist. And he put out some solid product. Is mm-hmm. it, will it ever be like pop record status like a Drake album? Probably not. But I, I was going to ask you, like, in the absence of like, who was like the the biggest marketed Artists in the last twenty years, it, yeah. So since two thousand two to now, do you see the game moving in a more uh, uh, creative direction, or is it going to continue to be more contrived? Because I think that Twenty One Savage and Drake album is, because it was pretty dope to me. I, I can't in front. I listened. To, I listened to King's Disease three. I listened to that. Uh, that the, uh, her loss, and I'm. They all, both albums were pretty dope. But I'm I'm hearing the I'm hearing the the manufactured nature of both of them, and I'm like, dude, this is, and I'm not Dick riding no shit like that. But this is what this is what this is why we needed somebody like a Kanye or a Lupe Fiasco to actually exist in the game. Somebody who could be more eclectic in their in their ear, and, ha- and kind of like create the void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the create, walls up. Keep the some, walls up. Put some distance between. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if it, there was more variety when we was younger, mm-hmm. music. You know what I'm saying? You had you could listen to Snoop and Redman all in the same year. You know what I'm saying? And it was a, it was an obvious different and vibe because think about it like this: Redman Redman sampled from the same shit Dr. Dre sampled from.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what but, I'm
1: saying? But. From the same shit Dr. Dre sampled from. You got two different outcomes.
0: Two, there it is. It was the, the music didn't sound the same. Exactly the music didn't oh. sound the same. Even though Eric Sermon, EPMD, they were doing funk music too. It wasn't, it, it yeah. wasn't
1: the same shit. They had that West Coast bounce to it. It was, it was some East Coast boom bap. Yeah. Underneath that funk. You don't see people taking those types of, I would even venture to say this, because they were sampling from records that was just 20 years old at the time. You know what I'm saying? hmm In 92, they were sampling from records that was out in 82. No, fucking 70s. 70s. They were going to the 70s, bro. So they, if they're sampling from the 70s, I, I don't see nothing wrong with them sampling from anything that came out in the 90s and early 2000s at this point right now because it's the same difference. However, the outcomes are always coming out to be contrived. It's the same outcomes as manufactured as fuck. Uh, when, I'm, when I'm hearing them sample, it's not even like they, they're trying. No, it's just they, they find a loop. Yeah. Like loop. no... Say it one more time. Loop and some trap drums.
0: Yeah. And so, so when I'm, I'm, when I'm hearing it, I'm hearing the loop with the trap drums. But I'm not hearing anything chopped up, you know, broken down. There's no bridge to anything. It's like, yo, you guys aren't, you guys aren't building beats
1: anymore. Like you just looping everything. They're not even constructing songs anymore. It's like I'm just gonna drop these these bars. I'm gonna make a two-minute song. Two minutes is a long time now because every everybody's attention span is limited. And now they're trying to get it down to 40 seconds.
0: Now, if you're doing the TikToks and the IG reels, like they're really just trying to get you down to 40 seconds.
1: Yep. And I think like the real creatives are the ones that are actually still just producing, you know, saying solid projects. Solid projects. Yeah. We man, it's like I, I I don't really get off into the whole mainstream aspect of it. I've already checked out in that area been checked out but i do know that a lot of i mean it's kind of it's sad to see it go that way but i just was wondering like do you see any turnaround with the with the absence of like the 50s kanye's the lupe's the ones who kind of like aren't they're just not active no more the ones who actually made the difference in what the sound what the sound of the culture was at the time it's not they're not they don't even exist in the genre no more dude uh-huh.
0: no one's even paid attention to the fact well people have but Snoop put out an album, what two, three weeks ago. Right. You know what I mean? Uh there are guys who have actually put out albums and no right. one's really checking for that. Say what? Rhymes just dropped the EP. Buster Rhymes. Yep. Wow. So a lot, not a lot of people know this. But when you're listening to to the music, you're not hearing I, I guess we call them the outliers. You're not hearing the 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 you're not hearing the papooses in this right now. You're not hearing the Lupe fiasco to kind of create the lanes like, yo, that goes over there, this goes over here and this and this. So we can differentiate that. It seems like everything is just becoming one big, one big smoothie of of, of bullshit to drink. And it's it's not really going to help. I don't think it's going to help the culture, but maybe it's needed, you know, Gotta help cleanse itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. In, in, and what, what, what do you call it? weak times call from call for strong uh i forgot what's called we, weak times call for strong weak weak times call for strong men so maybe as the music just weakens and everything it'll it'll produce a result where the more aggressive or the more mature music will will start to come back because we're fading to a point now where the music isn't as as strong as it used to be uh, i'm not hearing uh, i didn't hear the project but with 21 savage and 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 drake on it um i I didn't know how good it was i did hear king's disease king's disease was okay the third one i like i like the first two better than that Um, uh, but when i'm when i'm hearing it's very hard for me to listen to the the trap beats and the drill beats because even with the samples that they're using it just it's all just sounds so mm-hmm. yeah just so repetitive it's just like this re- re- the repetition of someone doing the same thing over and over again. At least when we talked about, like you already spoke on. We had DJ Premier, we had Manny Fresh, we had Scarface, we had Outkast and the Dungeon Family. Then you had Dr. Dre. You had DJ Quick. You had uh what's my man from uh Dog Pound? You yeah. had Das, right? Yeah, all these different, yeah. all these different you had no ID. You had you had uh Diller.
1: Yeah. yeah. you had digging in the crates. You know what I'm saying? D-I-T-C, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I think... You had all these different things
0: where it wasn't they were doing some of the same shit, but they were all doing it their way because they wanted to make sure that they kept some originality and they kept their own
1: sound and their own signature. And yeah. you're not hearing it. There's no signature now, and there it's like I noticed too, because there's like this whole this this big thing going on. I guess it was just, uh one of the members of 808 Mafia, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it is. He uh got accused of stealing loops. And uh they start, you know, what I'm saying younger, you know, saying young unsigned artists were like coming up like, hey, that was my loop. I posted it on blah blah blah, and he he contacted me, but there was no deal made. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing my my loop used in somebody's beat because you know, everything's loop based now. You know what I'm saying? So somebody will come up with a four to eight bar loop and uh, the, these producers are like build around that four to eight bars. Excuse me. And uh, now you have a scenario in place where motherfuckers ain't really getting their money like they supposed to, because it's all, it's convoluted. Now it's like, the shit is like, it, it's a crowded room. Uh, the the access, too many people have access and there are no there's nobody to check the authenticity and check IDs on people who enter the room, everybody's welcome. Hip hop has always been a welcome space for some reason culturally. It's one of them things where like everybody gets to join and be involved. All you gotta do, if you're if you're whack, we'll call you out and you get pushed out the room. Well, that used to be the case. Yeah. But now it's like if you call somebody whack, you're hating. Yeah. You, know you can't call you can't call nobody on their bullshit no more because authenticity does not matter no more. It's just all about clicking up and being part of this 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 group of people that get money. They put the money before everything. You know what I'm saying? And now you now what that does is it causes like the, the OGs, the legends to kind of like like Andre, he don't even feel competitive anymore. And he's a competitive MC. He fell back. You know what I'm saying? Um, and not to say that at, at his age, he should be out here trying to compete, at, you know what I'm saying, but but, but he, he don't w- have to. There's a crowd of people that would just love to hear uh, three stacks just rap anyway. Exactly. But he knows also he's a legacy act, so that means that for him to get a deal. For him to for him to put anything out, it would it would cause commercialization to kind of approach him, and it would be it, it wouldn't be advantageous to him because everything is is money driven now. It's not it, necessarily about. But that's it. when it will work in his favor, though. It, it could, if but he has to want to do it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Does he want to do it? Exactly. And then a, 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 so was it Zaytoven? He has a background in music. You don't hear a lot of guys with with backgrounds in music. Yeah. Who else besides Zaytoven
1: is there? With a with a with a pure background in music currently. I don't know, bro. I can't because I don't know a lot of these new artists, man.
0: I don't either. I, I, I know I know in our era, Scarface played the guitar and a couple other instruments. Pimp C Pim C was was in school for yeah. orchestra and everything yeah. like that. So he all that stuff that we hear him playing, like he he's playing that because you know. He was classically trained. Uh, when you hear Manny Fresh, Manny Fresh gave you some good drums and, and snares. But it if you're everything. listening, if you're listening, you can hear the, the bass guitar going off. You can hear all that lick going on. Beats by the pound. Okay, yeah. y'all see all that,
1: man. Shit, dungeon family, dude. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Leave brown alone. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's it also we talk in a, a era where a lot of these these guys came up where music programs weren't even in schools no more. No, no. You know I'm saying like when I was like when I got into playing piano, I, it was it was just an elective I took up in high school because it was available, and I took that shit up, and I was I stuck it just stuck with me. You know what I'm saying my dad bought, brought home a fucking guitar. My dad used to deliver books and magazines, bro, for a long time before he started really driving and and doing. You know, what I'm saying delivering medical supplies and stuff like that, but he would just stop off at music stores and come home with a drum pad. I learned how to, you know, what I'm saying drum a little bit, get some rhythm. He came home with a with an acoustic guitar. Came home with an electric guitar. He don't have no musical background, but he was trying things with me. He was like, "Hey, let's see what my son could get into. Let's see what yeah. he like." You know what yes, what and I'm that's saying? what that's what the parents were supposed to do, right? And now, it, what the child likes. They don't do that with their kids, man. They just throw, them, throw a tablet in their hand. Uh, or a video game controller or some shit like that, and that's you know what I'm saying that that keeps them busy. You know what I'm saying they don't even buy them a basketball no more or a football or a baseball bat. You know what I'm saying they just get them some electronic shit and be done with it. And it's up to the individual to say you know what this is what I'm into. Some people just naturally gifted. Some people just have the 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 templates already in place and they just start plugging in the templates so they can make music because music is just, everything, so digitized now. Yeah, yeah. And that's the crazy part. Like
0: you used to have to play all these instruments to put them into a a MPC and everything and and sample it. Now all of of these things are like presets now. They're preset preset toolkits and things. So you don't have to, you just press a button and everything's there. But from what I learned from you guys and everything, even though this shit could be preset, it still doesn't sound the same. or doesn't have that hit when you when you use certain instruments. So you still have to revert to using certain older sounds, older versions of of, of, of what a sound is, a software or whatever.
1: I had like a thing where it's like, if I'm going to sample something, I'm intentionally like manipulating a pre-made, uh, somebody previously made a sound. So I'm going to manipulate it. I'm not, if I'm going to go with the loop, I'm going to go with the loop. But if I'm gonna chop it down, I'm deconstructing it to these small little pieces and kind of like rearranging things. But ultimately, like, like what, what I did with uh, one more, I decided, you said what you wanted to do about the organ. And I was like, you know what? I hear what he's saying on that, but I want to give it a different bounce. Because I know what the original sounded. Like the original sounded real rigid. It didn't have like, it didn't have no ebbs and flows and the you know, melodic ebbs and flows. I said, you know what? I'm gonna lay some keys. You know what I'm saying? And I sat, I sat at the uh, the, at the computer, and I was just listening to it, just listening to it, listening to it. Shut that off. Turned around, got to my my motif, and I just started playing these chords. I'm like, okay, put the put the song back on. Put the chords over there. All right, that don't sound right. Let me change these chords. I started listening to what the key group was of, of the vocals, and I started saying, All right, this is the key group. The actual vocals are in, so I'm going to play in that key group. Now nah, that sounds too rigid. Let me go off that key group by two semitones. All right, that sounds dope. All right, let me do this. All right, I'm gonna go back and change the drums now because the drums too trappy. I'm gonna go back and change. You know what I'm saying? I took the hi hats out. I kind of took the snare rolls out here and I still kept the 808, but I used the 808 as an accent as opposed to as a feature. Okay. Shit like when that. I heard it, when
0: I heard it, I was like, okay, way better, way better. Because what we had originally was like, huh?
1: It was. It's a. I wanted to give it a vibe. Yeah. You know?
0: Like, Originally, it was just like some boom, 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 boom. All you doing is boom, boom, Yeah, boom, but it was still so much missing. You like this ain't this ain't gonna catch,
1: right? This ain't gonna catch. I want to like well, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like at least a uh, um, a church feel without it being too churchy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Keep the hip hop in it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I kind of lean more into the pianos. Like the organ is in the background, but I wanted to make the because I I think about I was thinking about like when I used to go to church as a kid, like that's the lady on the piano used to go go nuts. You no, know I,
0: I used to love that man. The organ and in, in, in the piano. Man. That was you
1: know. But yeah, that's a, but it's, a, it's I think what it comes down to is like what your thought process creatively comes. Yeah. how it all kind of how those things communicate with each other. Like you saying what your what your thoughts were on it. I, I was like, dude, he's fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, don't release that until we get we need we need
0: layers to that. We need layers to it. Like you can and you, it's obvious when you hear the song, you're going,
1: yo, no, nah, don't don't put that out without no layers. And then with the layers, now when the beat drops out under certain phrases, it just sounds whole. You know what I'm saying? Because it was so much empty space when the beat dropped out Ooh. under certain bars and words. But now it's like, at least, you know what I'm saying, you can still hear like the ring of the, the piano note, shit like that. And there, you know what I'm saying, your words still sit in that pocket, you know? Uh, and what I added as far as like the accents, like I did a little, little accents with the sample where it stuttered here and there and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, what else did I do? Like the little bridge, I created like a little bridge between my verse, the hook and your verse where I added like the the the... The lady from the uh usher board complained about people balling up their money, putting it in a collection plate shit like that just add you know say add some some featured uh entertainment value to the song you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Stuff like that stuff people talk about you know what I'm saying just be being on the creative productive side of it yeah. I, I don't think a lot of artists have that that mind when they make music now everything's about like let me let me make my version of the last time somebody made a hit. As opposed to you know saying, let me do something that speaks to the-, let, the- me, let me do my version of the Migos. You know what I mean? Let me do my version of a uh, uh, 21. Exactly. Everybody, I'm going to give us- I'm going to keep doing this critical mass shit. That's what I'm going to do. This is, what, this, is what, this is the critical mass signature I'm about to get y'all. This is what we're going to do. We will not be following anybody.
0: We do not follow. We set our own trends. We set our own path. In our own our own lane, and we stick to that.
1: Our music has a distinct sound. <laughs> <to>. <laughs> man oh man, man oh man, that's what make that's what make putting these projects together so so dope. Even though it's a long time coming, and it's almost done now, it's a long time coming. But it's one of the things where it got to I got to be meticulous in the process because if I don't feel like I'm I'm meeting the bar that we previously set, I feel like I'm bullshitting.
0: And here's the thing. In the process of you guys doing it, we're all competitive. Yeah, we're all competitive, but you know the thing ain't. I got you know. I'm being competitive because I know I have to keep up with you guys, you know. But I'm not. There's no, like, real jealousy or, or disdain that my guy.
1: Never. Yeah, is... I feel like this nigga just shit on me. Let me uh, let me re- let me find. You know what? I'm gonna let him have that one. But the next song. <laughs> <laughs> Cause nothing will ever get done if I let my ego get involved. You no, because if you do it, then I got to go back and do it. Exactly. And we just gonna then then now we just battling over this beat. <laughs> you yeah, know, we, and we have songs like that already. You know, so we that's, that's that that that'll be a never ending tale. Man, and that and we don't. We, that's not what we do. You know what I mean? It's like shit. This man actually said some some poignant shit on this song. Yeah. So I- we. I knew I should have approached it from a different angle. Now I'm gonna let him have that because you know what? Now now he the star of this fucking song. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I right. should I should have put my best foot forward the first time. Look, 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 Pabula pew was good
0: because you took a a a, a a a lane that you normally don't do, at least as far as
1: I it was different for me. It was different. Yeah. I heard the beat, I was like, give me that, send that up. send it over now because I had the bars that's flowing in my head. And then when you came in with yours, like yeah, he- <laughs> I was
0: like, damn, he got he got it, he got me on now. Like I can't. I was like, all right, I'm gonna
1: take, I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna take the play approach on this one. Yeah, because I knew like what I was doing with the word play and shit like that, and where I, the flow and all that. Like if oh if oh catch me on this, <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 finished. Yeah, you're
0: finished. I was like, damn, and I was sitting there like. Like, yo, what you want me to do? And he was like, no, just do
1: what you do. And I was like, no, I ain't going to. I was like, you already took that role. Usually I don't know, know if you ask me what I want you to do, then I know I caught you already. Yeah. Like, if you don't say nothing and you just come, you just go in. Cause no, talking, honestly, bro, like, um, what's the song we did? Um, it ain't, we ain't put it out yet. Um, which one, you must have forgot. Your verses are so fucking hard on that song, bro. That's why I got you sandwiched in between my verses. That's I don't the one remember the, that the dark ass beat because you did the intro on there. You said, this is for the this this is for the people that love bars, hardcore rap and double on time drives. That's the one that you that i I'll, it, you got a copy of it. You got a okay. copy. Of it. But yeah, this is like because this one we ain't even put it out yet. Okay, we just I think we recorded like a year and a half, two years ago. But yeah, that one right there. Cause I just I made this dark beat because it kind of, I wanted to recapture like that words with friends vibe, but do something a little slower and, and still has some hit to it. Okay. And, and uh, cause I, I was, I was rapping bars and you got off into some other shit. I am like, this nigga, right? I'm not rewriting nothing. That's why I said, I'm not rewriting shit. I don't I was, remember. Cause you start, you said, uh, you got off into, uh, you talked about your mom on it and how motherfuckers was being, you know, talk about fake motherfuckers and how, it, you know what I'm saying? You said something about uh how it, r- rats eating through the back of the fridge. I was, I was, I was probably on one. I was talking my real life shit. And you were getting it off though. <laughs> I don't remember, but but it fit though. It fit though. Because you did the you did the intro. I all I did because I sent it to you with one verse on there. And uh what you came back with, and your verse was long as shit. I actually had to cut it into two parts. Okay, fucking long. Okay, Like what I did was I listened to it, and I was like, I didn't know if you smoked or what, but I was like, this nigga really on something. So I'm gonna go ahead and split this verse up and put a bridge between the two parts of his verse. So when he comes back in, that's when you're gonna like you're gonna pick up where you left off, but it's gonna come because the beat gonna go harder for you. Okay.
0: Yeah. And- I think I remember. Mean, hold on. I was like, no, 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 I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, yeah,
1: let me see, yeah, the name of songs you must have forgot,
0: I know I wanted to do something called You Must Forgot, um, just based on the fact that people act like we not really, man, so for the people that's listening, we really do music, man, that's it?
1: That's the inf that's the opening. Love you We know, parkour raps, punch lines, and double unturned
0: draws. I those who shake their head and frown up their face. Head to rhymes,
1: like I'm gonna just play a little bit of it so you can hear what I've done to it since we since we last heard it. Going off All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: this no. is for people who love bars
1: something and du- Double untown draws ones to like to shake their head and find up their face, listening to ill rhymes. Sound like and and
0: bow their head like they saying their grace. Yo
1: niggas. Well, I don't know. You was going nuts on that though, or I, I don't
0: know. know. I um. <laughs> I I just I just wanted some hard. I just wanted to do some 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 hard some some ill shit. You know, like yeah, I just I, wanted. To,
1: like I said when we was talking about it, and I was yeah. like, something. I, when I sent you that, because your turnaround on that was quick as fuck. Yeah, because I I already I already had a a verse written, and then when you sent it, I think you because I just had a all I had was a verse on it. I didn't even have like because there's no hook on that song. Oh okay. shit, I didn't know that. No hook on that song at all.
0: So I, after you after you did your, your verse, I think I just went back in and I had like this shit. Like by the time you had sent it back, I had already wrote a bunch of shit. Right. Yeah, I need to hear. Is it is it in a Dropbox? It should be in the drop box. All right. I, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um I don't I don't recall everything that I wrote, but
1: like some shit on that was like uh something I said uh scandalous, something like Ozzy Mandy is my delivery so sick I should probably drive an ambulance. Mm. I got the temperament of uh Meroving some shit i was i was just spitting my bars getting my bars off and shit like that and then you came in with the with the personal street shit and i'm like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i was like no we're not we not changing it though because nah, don't shows, change it that shows the you know what i'm saying the, the the range that we got
0: yeah and you know i don't really get into the to the the personal
1: shit too often where i okay. speak on Exactly. That's why I was like, nah. And it was and it was just it was hitting. Now, everything you said was just hitting. I was like, this nigga right here just he got off into his 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 uh fucking Benny the butcher. <laughs> he got in your Benny the butcher, Conway the machine bag with the hey. with personal street shit.
0: But <laughs> before they were around, I was here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before they were around, I was here. I just never heard it. I just never heard me go off like that. It's yeah. there. We're nuts it's there but yeah that's i remember i remember those days you know rats chewing through the back of the fridge yo my life is real man my life is real i don't have to fabricate nothing
1: for nobody nigga said uh if a nigga ever said he put his hands on me ain't a threat is that that nigga either lying or he don't know that he did yet i was like damn that's a straight bar.
0: <laughs> Wait, that, that's one of yours.
1: Yours. Wait, yeah. that. Uh-huh. Said he put his hands on me. Ain't a. He's a nigga saying he put his hands on me. Ain't a threat. He either lying or he don't know that he did yet. That's a
0: fact. <laughs> you gonna put your hands on me, boy? You know what type of shit happened to you, man? You know the type of shit I can get in. Listen,
1: like, like this can turn into something uglier than your mama right now, bro. You don't know what. Man, I mean? what? I
0: mean,
1: do you know how many? <laughs> I was gonna ask you: Was there anything that you wanted to add to the project? Some up tempo, something with a different type of vibe? Because we got a lot of different shit, man. It's so just... listen:
0: Do we still got? We got songs that wasn't finished though. Let's let's be honest. There's a couple that was that that bend a corner. Did you ever put your verse on there? That beat that uh, Smitty did. Blue.
1: Yeah, I mix it. I believe. What? I think. I think he needs to send me a, a the the split down version so I can mix it.
0: Okay, cause cause we did one called Ben. Was it called Ben? Ben the Corners, and it's just like me talk me taking a ride through the South Side, grabbing something to eat. Man, I, I can't be giving out the ideas, man. We 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 recording. Yeah,
1: we got. We good. We got, We
0: good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But there's a there's a couple, and then we got the one. about the purple berry, uh, purple berry on my brain, champagne, something, That's
1: something. That's the one I did that beat. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know it's one you're talking about, yeah.
0: That's some cool shit.
1: With the CME campaign.
0: With yeah. the CME campaign. And you told me, yo, keep that flow. I was like, I can't, I always jump in and out of flows all the time, I can't, I, I can't, yeah. I jump in and out of uh, flows all the time. Yeah, that was a that was a dope one. That one was finished though,
1: right? Because we, we did all the verses. Yep, that's done. That was one of the first songs that was actually completed before we actually started uh experimenting a little bit. Yeah. Um,
0: uh-huh. but yeah, I think the one like Ben Ben a corner. I think that's um, uh, I think you need to put some verses on there. And there might be some other stuff in it. I, I just need to put throw a verse on. But I want I want like anything else we do. It can be some cool shit, but I want some, I want some. Some on oh, some bars. I want, I want to fuck. I want, you know, I don't I, I want to fucking. You know, I want to decapitate. I got you.
1: <laughs> say, say, say what? Got you. I got you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to play with nobody. Got I don't you. want to. Come in aggressive.
1: Hmm. i in aggressive. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. Like the last, the last couple of records we did, like when we did four profits. Uh, both of us got off on that one. Uh that one uh and that was bar heavy too that is was- is that is that in the dropbox because people for those who don't know
0: profits was originally a song right. ah so when I tell you or you you ask me and I tell you it's a triple entendre it really is or it's a quadruple entendre but anyway go ahead we'll say what you're gonna say
1: yeah we're gonna say it because I think uh I think I sent you the last revision I made to it because i i I might add a little bit more bass to it cause I think, cause the drums hit, the drums got some punch to them. So like that, but I just think it needs some warmth underneath it a little bit to kind of like, cause the vibe is there. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna touch it too much. So I'll probably just add a little bass to it.
0: Is it, is it in a uh, Dropbox under full profits
1: or is it under something else? Mm, I think it should be under there. If not, I can just put it in there again. I got all, I got versions of all this shit on my phone because I always listen to it to see whether, what changes I need to make on the mix. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It
0: that started for those who are listening. for yeah. profits, which you are now hearing as a podcast, was originally a song. And the song, uh, if you ever get a chance to hear it, which you may soon, it it'll explain some things for you. But to all the all the lame ass suck motherfuckers, you're gonna have something to say anyway, ain't you? Because you ain't too
1: happy with your own self. <laughs> Dealing with, uh, unresolved issues and shit.
0: Motherfuckers be hurt that they can't, they can't do I can do better than that. We'll do it then. You can't outrap me though. I promise you that. <clears throat> and that ain't no joke or punchline or anything. I was just being serious. Facts.
1: I probably gotta put it back in there because I don't
0: see it. I remember when I did that words with friends, you was like, yo, you can't put all those syllables in that song. And I was like, all right, six. And then Smitty was like, Yeah, I think I don't think you can get that. Get the, I was like, All right, fuck, fuck both of y'all. Give me something to drink real quick. <laughs>
1: and you crammed them in there, you got them in there. And it's then
0: awesome. it landed, and it landed. Yeah, dude. All the way through. Affinity around, definitively spitting my lines, infinitely equipped, so if you forgive me, you remember my shine. I excel when I excel. Look at every female the devil couldn't compel, and it made me sick as hell. What a vicious tale vividly depicted well until I unveiled my meaty rail. Yada, 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 yada. You may finally see who the best rapper is when I conjure up the soul Big and let him know where the hologram of Tupac lives. <laughs>
1: I was just say what you got, you got them bars off. You print got those syllables and you got those bars off. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I remember making that beat like it was yesterday.
0: That was fun. That was so fun. Because remember, it was supposed to be more than that, more, more than us on there, but nobody right. could hold up. Yeah, we, we tried to get, get some extra
1: MCs on it, and nobody they, could hold up. They heard what the damage was, and it was like, Y'all I'm got cool. Got
0: that. <laughs> I'm cool. Let me know when y'all got something more 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 fit for my my style. But everybody kept telling me that they, that's what they could do.
1: I get on something for the ladies.
0: Yeah. We got stuff for the ladies too. I mean, I battle, but I, I
1: gotta do something for the ladies.
0: Yeah. We was getting all type of all type of uh ways to say no. Yeah. All type of ways to say no. I was like, okay, cool.
1: All right, bro. You know what I'm saying? No pressure. I mean.
0: I'm inviting people. Yo, come to the studio, man. Knock this out real quick. Then they hear that shit, that, that, uh, and that shit goes off. Right. Boom, 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 boom. That horn blaring. Yep. To me, that horn was the sound of, like, how I was here. I was
1: like, this is the sound of death, man. <laughs> All right. This, this is your final one. And get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, remember when we performed that shit? Man, bro. Everybody,
0: like the whole place, Like they was like, you know, wasn't nobody paying attention. Everybody was all over the place. Those horns, and, bro, the horns got their attention. And then I, I went off. Man, and from that point? It was like the fourth, the fourth to sixth bar. Once I, they was like, yo, this motherfucker's spitting. And then everybody ran up to the front.
1: And I looked up, you was looking at me like this nigga then changed into a whole different fucking character. Hey, that's what that's what it's about though, man. It's about that turn up. Get your get your vibe in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Because I was there for the destruction. I was there for destruction. I, I ain't come there to really fuck around. I want I want to I want the motherfuckers to know that we like we really do
1: it. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, say we, we had to put on a show. We had to give them what they came for. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we definitely gotta um
0: lock in and get some more stuff done uh do you do you have a um uh, a pick a list of of stuff that's gonna
1: come out on that project uh i got you a know? few i got i got about <clears throat> six that i'm picking from right now but i want to make sure that i, I it it's cohesive before i
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we had to take a break. We we really had to because we had to listen to some music that we got um, <laughs> cooking in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really can't hear any of that. No ideas, no nothing. No, 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 no. We can't let you guys have in on any of that stuff. But we got some work, man. Hope stuff in the tuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to hear that song where I get off, though. Um, um yeah, I must have forgot. Yeah, definitely gotta hear that. Anything else you want to uh, talk about?
1: Not really, bro. I think we talked about a lot of the stuff I
0: had already. Did we just dis- we didn't discuss about Black Panther? You ain't seen it, but to the people that haven't seen Black Panther, uh, I don't know if I should encourage you to go see it or not. But Black Panther was a cool movie on the surface. If uh, if you don't really pay attention to um, messages and imagery and things that the uh, the underlying messages and subconscious stuff that they're doing in the movie. Um, I'm all into women women empowerment, which is a dope thing. Uh, But I disagree with making it seem like men aren't needed in the community. We have to break this whole thing amongst us where the men are not needed. The men are needed and the women are needed. Uh, For a kingdom to stand, you must have have the people on the same page. no way that people can stand without without being together (laughs) there are so many messages in this movie that i did not like um on the surface that you go okay cool but i i have to wait for for six to see it for me to really like express some of my frustration with it but um it's, it's okay on the surface but when you start looking at it and the things you know, it's okay for people to attack us and for us to forgive them. And, 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 and then we go on about, like, the, this whole turn the other cheek shit, uh, it, it has to stop. Um, we've been turning the cheeks for too long. We look, we look goofy. We look like goofy slams and suckers. And we've been looking like goofy slams and suckers since they took out Malcolm and Martin. You
1: um, you're being the bigger person by being that way, but new.
0: You... You're not being a bigger person. And here's the thing about it. I know if I if I go out here to now and I start smashing motherfuckers up, I know ain't nobody gonna call me the bigger person. They're gonna say, yo, you better than that because you know that person, you know the, you know that person couldn't take it.
1: Yep. And even even deeper than that, bro, like they're they're gonna seek retribution for what you've done.
0: But they ain't gonna do it the way that I would do it.
1: Is, the thing is like the bigger person shit is on is, is all propaganda it's always it's all ways to keep us contained they don't want chaos in the streets because everybody wants to get their lick back so they're going to find their way to get their lick back using the tools that they've already devised we don't have the we don't got the privilege of devising our own tools because when we try to devise our own tools they shut that shit down i.e. Mm-hmm. the like at the party and you know what I'm saying the black you know what I'm saying liberation movement you know what I'm saying
0: but those who are unaware this when they do this that started with the actual black panther park but go ahead say what you're gonna say
1: yeah it's like we we kind of like i think it's it's a, it's a conversation for another day but i think it's like the way the way like they railroad kyrie irving and, and shit like that where the media is railroading him and trying to make him apologize continuously for something that he really shouldn't even have any grounds to apologize for considering all the shit that nobody ever apologizes to us over. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: We are the only group of existing people who haven't had reparations. The Asian community has gotten I, all, all these different, all these different communities have gotten reparations. We the only ones who haven't
1: in America. I believe because they know the bill is too big for them to pay financially. And to even start that, would means that they that that they accept fault. They don't want to accept fault. You
0: no, know, and not only accept fault, and the bill is too high to pay, but it got to come out your motherfuckers' taxes too.
1: <clears throat> it would have to be a fund that would have to be created. So the intention was never for us to be a part of this union. Anyway, we're not. We, I, I said in the bar, I said this system wasn't designed with free niggas in mind.
0: You know what I mean, so no, it wasn't they was not never expecting us to finally go,
1: "Hey, this shit ain't right. Fuck this and we got like a lot of we got a lot of young people who who grew up learning the the revised version of of events they they're the ones out here kind of like fighting for this uh system- systemic equality and let's all just Kumbaya together and stop fighting and let's or you know what I'm saying it's like that. It's almost like they don't they don't see they can't see the 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 lion hiding in the bushes. No, nah. they've been conditioned to just accept the camouflage. Whereas the rest of us have been out here, we understand the terrain. We know exactly where the enemies hide, and we know how they how they function, how they lurk.
0: You know. You know what? Sometimes, the worst part is the motherfuckers that look like you that do you wrong the most. You know, there there are quite a few of us
1: quite a few blended amongst us that ain't that ain't worth shit. I think it's I think it it's I think that that that's a true statement. I believe that two things can be true at the same time
0: though.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think that uh like we have we have our uh, spies amongst us. You know what I'm saying? We have those of us who will sell us out in a heartbeat to to keep the status quo, and remain peaceful so they can keep on buying their Jordans and shit like that. Uh, and then you got those of us who just, who are of the ilk of the community that we come from, but they, they're just as destructive or even more destructive because they don't believe in nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's chaos on both ends. And those of us in the middle are trying to align ourselves with something that don't even exist anymore for us. So like you have, uh, I'll, I'll use T.I. and Charleston White as two examples of the same thing. All right, Ti is a wealthy black man who made his music and got rich. You know what I'm saying? He made his he made his moves. He he he, he admitted that he trapped. He did it a little time for uh, gun charges. He did his community service. He did some PSAs. He aligned with the local authorities and now that now he can't he can't live that down because in the world that he come from, that's a violation. Mm-hmm. And charleston white never existed in that world he never claimed to exist in that world at least anyway where he's that guy who i'm from the streets and i own i run these streets and the streets respect me blah 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 charleston white is the nigger say i'll call the police on your ass
0: i thought he did do jail time
1: before <clears throat> when Younger when he was young got out but he that's the whole point i'm making is like he never he didn't he didn't stand in it like that you know what i'm saying he didn't say, "Well, I did my time. I'm a real street nigga." I, blah blah blah. He's one of them niggas, like, you know what? I got a different, I got a different point of view on it. Now, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says or a lot of things he does, but a lot of things he says and does do, make sense too. Again, this goes down to the whole two things can be true at the same time. So we have two different extremes and and uh, mentality that exists in our community. There's people like Boosie say he will not fuck with Charleston. Why? He ain't got no smoke for that nigga. You know what I'm saying? You're like, that nigga could talk all the shit he want to talk, but I'm not talking, because he said, that nigga's a feds, that nigga's a cop, that nigga, he the op. I'm not fucking with him. He's, a, he's the highest level of that. Okay. Charleston White is what Uncle Ruckus was. However, I can't even argue against some of the shit that nigga be saying.
0: No, because he be having he be having
1: valid points. You know what I mean? And then same thing, like, T.I., I, he make a lot of valid points, too. However, his... His response to Charleston White's criticism of his son shows me that he, instead of being a father in the situation and, and kind of like keeping it in the family, he on the internet being a kid about it, And Charl- he's making Charleston's point. He's making his point about all of it. It's like everything that he said that's, that most motherfuckers will try, try to argue against, it's hard to argue against it when the motherfucker who's his biggest T.I. is actually exemplifying all that. All the elements of that.
0: You are being trolled.
1: Exactly, and Charleston to say, yeah, "I'm trolling these niggas. I'll say whatever it takes to get your attention.
0: As long as I have your attention, I, I, I can I can monetize it. Yeah, that's a whole purpose.
1: And the crazy part about it, <clears throat> the thing about it is like, because everybody out there hustling, everybody hustling, Ti hustling, Gucci hustling, uh, anybody who got a platform is hustling. Kanye hustling, Kyrie's hustling. It's all about intention. So. Charleston White's intention lies in his message. You see what I'm saying? So, like if you really listen to what he's saying. He ain't
0: he ain't saying nothing wrong. It's just how, how he it's just awesome. how he gets you to it.
1: Yep. He packaged it the way he packaged it. So
0: it looked like a bag of flaming hot but when you open it up, you know what I'm saying? Some carrot sticks and shit. <laughs> I
1: mean. And it's like, they go back to what we were saying a few months ago when I was talking about, uh, you know what I'm saying, God bless the dead, when I was talking about like Kevin Samuels. It was the same thing, dude. The flaming hots with the carrot sticks on the inside. It's like, he, it's all about the message. Nigga wasn't saying nothing wrong, bro. Nigga it's wasn't like, saying nothing wrong. It's just about- right. shock value. Yeah, he you got you got to get you in there first. He got to get you in the building. You know what I'm saying? You Like, uh, uh, if a business wants your attention, they got to fucking put that big inflatable thing and do this shit outside. and Especially if it's a new business know what I mean? Get you in the door. Let's build the reputation. Because mo- most new businesses don't have brand recognition. You establish brand recognition by reputation. So that's what that is. You know what I mean? Some people are good at it. Some people aren't. Some people are like, again, music artists or NBA players and stuff like that. They, their brand recognition is already plugged in because guess what? They associate with a big conglomerate business. Charleston White don't get that machine behind him. So he got to be a big mouth. He got to say some shit that's going to shock the world a little bit. Kevin Sanders had to be a big mouth. He had to say some shit that's going to shock the world a little bit. Is he saying anything wrong, though?
0: You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? When, when I out. saw <laughs> when I saw him trolling Lil Durk and all of them, I was like, ooh, they don't even know he, they being trolled. You
1: know what I mean? They are just reacting.
0: They reacting. Oh, I'm a real nigga. I'm a real. No, don't react, bro. Don't react. You're you you, you you're, you're feeding into what he want.
1: And Charleston White like 45, 46 years old. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, with,
0: with one real
1: eye. Right. And the nigga say, he said it himself, he said, I say some real fucked up shit all the time just to get you talking about me. Because people can't turn away from it. It's like, it's like an accident. Like a car accident. Like a train hitting a fucking, like a train hitting a school bus. Yeah, you know what I mean, but was there anybody in the school bus? You dig know what I'm saying? So, and I think that's where we at it. It with this in in our current era, it's like it's got to, and I think we talked about this a couple of years ago as well, man. It's like we can't do all the marching and protesting no more. That shit old. That shit is antiquated. Right so I guess this is a new form of that, dog. Like you got the Kanye saying the most outrageous shit he could think of to get your attention to get you to focus on what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I'm willing to bet that these conversations go far deeper than the people that's on the surface, on the on the top, on the levels that we can see them, that are actually uh, the, the embodiment of the conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like the the who runs the music industry. We already knew who ran the music industry, but they don't want to be called out on it on the highest level. We could talk about it amongst us.
0: Yeah, we can say whatever we want, but th- as long as you don't say the names of the people or the groups of the people, like that's when they have a problem with it.
1: Exactly, and that's what that's what Dave Chappelle even called out when he did his SNL monologue. I said I ain't even watched the episode; I just watched the monologue. I haven't even seen the monologue yet. And the nigga, he he. Man, that nigga so fucking clever, dude. He said the word nigga so many times in that monologue just to make the point that look, nobody gonna stop me from saying nigga.
0: No, because that that's not the word. They always want you to remind. They always want you to remind yourself and the people that look like you that that's what that's what you are.
1: And then he went as far as like really pointing out, like he said, uh, he said when it's a group of black people, it's a gang. When it's a group of Italians, it's a mob. But when it's a group of Jewish people it's a coincidence and you better not say nothing about it mm, 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 mm. they got mad at that that third part of it but they nobody they didn't they didn't feel that he was wrong apparently about the gang part or the mob part you see what i'm saying nobody nobody was up in arms about the whole setup of the joke they were just mad at the punchline and he used that as i'm telling you the strategic as hell just to make that point
0: yeah. it was like
1: a, like a 15 minute monologue and he got he got all those points off
0: I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check, I've been meaning to check it out, but I haven't made the uh, the actual actual effort to do it. But uh, Dave Chappelle is dope. He's dope in that manner of being able to say what needs to be said while telling jokes and making and making fun of the situation. But that's what comedy is supposed to be. How good can you make a a, a real situation? How can how 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 great at you? How great are you at taking the real situation and making a joke out of it?
1: That's what George Carlin used to do. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Richard Pryor used to do it. Situational awareness, man. Just being able to take what, what the current events are and, and convert them into a comedic range of, of thoughts. So when people listen to it, they can relate to it and not feel pressed by the subject matter.
0: Mm. You
1: know what I mean? Because the subject matter is a subject matter regardless of what tone is delivered in. Because mm. you can get that same message in the church and be feeling like you're going to burn in hell. You Know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, just got up there and talk to the people, man. And people up in arms. Oh, he's anti Semitic. Man, we're not going to do this. I'm not, I'm never having this conversation with people because I, it ain't, what's understood don't need to be said. If amongst you amongst you and me, if you mad, that's your problem. Amongst you and me, are we mm-hmm. all right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not sitting around as, I'm not at work having this conversation with these motherfuckers.
0: When like, they tried to, I just sat there and looked. Matthew, you're not going to chime in? What
1: do you think about this Kyrie Irving situation? What happened? Huh? What happened? what I missed? Make them talk about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? See see how how uncomfortable you
0: feel saying it.
1: So what do you think about this Kanye West situation? Man, I don't even be paying attention to that. What happened? Tell me about
0: it. Yeah, I don't don't even be listening to fool like that. Which I don't, but...
1: Because I think we were... we well, we're well past wearing our hearts on our sleeves about certain events and certain things now. I think we we need to learn to teach that to our younger generation, though. There's nothing wrong with being passionate about things. We all should be passionate about the things that we care about, but don't... Pup, it's almost like wearing, wearing colors when you're in a gang. It's almost like wearing a flag when you're in a gang. It, you know what I'm saying? If you're wearing this shit, cops know how to identify you. The ops know how to identify you. Sometimes you got to be covert. Sometimes you just need to just sit back and let them expose themselves. That's mm-hmm. why the KKK looks so foolish. They wearing no the, they wearing the most absent of color thing you could possibly wear at night cuz they want you, they want to scare you. But guess what? We ain't scared no more. Now what? The jig is up. What you going to do? You know what? Cowards. I mean? So I don't know, man. It's like this it's the, it's the life we live. That's why we'll never become a fucking type 1 a, a complete type 1 civilization, bro we we'll never be a Type One civilization. We'll continuously be a one a point oh two civilization. Whatever the fuck we are, where all we do is kill each other, fuck, and, and use our resources. That's all we'll ever be as a species. Because, mold, because we can. You know what I mean? I, mold. Shit, mold and fucking and, and fungus. Is- <laughs> as a, a
0: species, we're mold. Lions.
1: Lions are more intelligent than us. <laughs> <laughs> Lions are. Onions defend themselves and they don't got no, no real mechanism to defend themselves, other than the fact that the two chemicals come together and burn your eyes yeah. when you cut them open. That's a self-defense mechanism. They know they can't do nothing about dying. But yet you cut a fucking onion in half and you plant that half in the dirt, it'll sprout fucking roots and continue on. Yeah. I mean, we got to do better, bro, as a as a people. And I that's the, the separation aspect of it is. I believe that because you know they've they've been going around for the last couple centuries probably even longer excavating all these different tombs and stuff like that right and the general public only gets to see what parts they put in museums and books Dude, there's a whole there are there are entire civilizations that are erased from history from maybe from natural disasters or whatever Centuries before the last time we remember, so let's say the last time we we have any real records, like two thousand years ago. So two thousand years before that, we call that the BC era. We might have been flourishing then, and we fucked up then, and ended up on our ass because of some natural disaster, some shit we didn't, some catastrophe we weren't prepared for. And here we are doing it all over again, a different way, and we're still fucking it up because you know why? Ego. Because nobody wants to just acknowledge the fact that. Nobody know what the fuck they're talking about, and they're stepping on people for it. Nobody know what the fuck they're talking about, bro. If all the information is hidden in books, and they used to say, you want to you keep a nigga in the dark, just put the information in the book. Niggas is reading. But who's to say the information in half of the books we picking is fucking accurate anyway? Because guess who gets to publish this shit? Who owns all the publishing houses? Bong, bong. <clears throat> I don't went on a whole tirade and shit.
0: No, you good. You good. Like I always say, this is what our conversations sound like when, when it's just us. Um, well, I almost forgot I was talking into a mic. Yeah. Uh, the, the, and the crazy part is that, you know, when you try to have these conversations with, with people, it, it just don't click. So it's like, yo, do you know about this? You know, the name. Oh, ooh, ah,
1: ooh, ah. Yeah, because they they want to, they 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 will fight you to remain asleep. You
0: know and I mean? that, was, that was one of the reasons why I posted what I said you know i said sometimes i keep forgetting that you know i'm a free thinker Mm -hmm. and that i keep trying to talk to people that are agents and i need to let them sleep
1: bro i had a conversation with this uh young white guy night before last on the job he one of the youngest people on my team he was talking about this uh student loan forgiveness shit, this government student loan forgiveness shit and he can't wait to find out what, they, what, what they're going to do to help him with his student loans. I said, why do you want them to help you with your decisions? And he was like, well, I'm talking about how much debt he's in and blah, blah, blah. blah but you chose that life. I said, I know you felt like you were doing the right thing by getting your education. You took out some loans because there was required for you to go to attend that school to get that education where well, you could have went to a community college and got the same, same education, but the prestige that comes with going to that school is why it costs so much. I said, I get all of that, right? I said, but you make enough money. I said, you make more money now where you're working than anybody in your age bracket in the surrounding area. Use some of that money and pay off your debt. And he was like, well, I'm the sole provider. I take care of my household, my wife. I said, but we live in a society that doesn't support single income homes. I said, so why don't your wife go get a job? I said, y'all got kids? He's like, no. I said, well, why don't you have her go get a job? Well, I don't want her to work. I said, well, you don't want to pay off your debt. So why why should my tax dollars go to helping you pay off your fucking student loans? I said, one thing, I said, one of the most valuable lessons I ever learned growing up is that as a man, nobody's coming to save you. You got to get out here and get it. I as I don't know if you've ever heard that before, and I said this ain't me coming down on you or nothing like that. But as a man, and as a black man coming from where I come from, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I ain't had to get up and go in spirit. If I ain't have it in me to 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 fight for my survival, I don't do. I honestly, I I grew up on government cheese and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on on the fucking government peanut butter. Not that you know how that program used to be back in yes, the day. Sir. Loaf of bread. Lock cheese, bread, some canned, whatever the fuck. And I I told him, I said, dude, where I come from, I ain't never going back there. It's always up. It's always up. I said, it's up in so many ways for me because I refuse. I said, to hear you complain about whether or not you're going to get this fucking student loan forgiveness, I I said, they don't owe you that. I said, and then another thing I learned, I said, anything the government gives you got strings attached. I said, you up here willing to accept a handout that ain't really a handout, bro. I said, if, if anything, there's some there's some requirements that come with that. I said, have you even observed all these people who got those fucking PPP loans and how that shit look? I said, the people who legally got them and the people who got them illegally all had agreed to the same terms for that fucking loan. You know what I'm saying? So you you take... You take something from the government. Now they require you to answer so many questions and, and and submit documents every year until it's paid off and all this old shit. They're they're monitoring you, they're observing your income and all this old shit because you agree. He can easily
0: just take a hundred dollars out of this check and just and just pay it.
1: My nigga. Like, that ain't hard to do. $150 a month. Whatever. I told him, I said, that's money you ain't gonna miss. I said, because guess what? It's you you I said it's a product. I said, you got the education, right? He was like, Yeah. I said, so you got what you, I said, they, they they lived up to their end of the bargain. Now they asking you to live up to your end of the bargain. You want somebody to help you with it? You agreed to pay them their money. Yeah. I mm-hmm. said it's no different than getting a car. Just because are right, they deliver. if I go get a car at a car lot and they get and I get to walk away with the keys and, and go out there and drive the car off the lot. Now my end of the bargain is paying this motherfucker off. They gave me the car. Now I gotta I pay Qualify. I qualify for it. Qualify for it. So it's no different. I said, dude, you got to look at it. you got to change your perspective, man. I said, I don't know what your dad or your mom ever told you, but a man, a man ain't looking for nobody to save him. Because if you got a wife at home and she knows that you waiting, if she's if she looking at you to save her and you're looking at somebody else to save you, she might as well fuck the motherfucker you you looking at to save you. Yep. Because your your job is to provide and protect. And apparently you can't do neither because you need help. How old is he? 26, 27. You know what I'm saying? It is one of them things, man. It's like a lot. Of, that's it's a it's a generational thing, bro. My sons, they they they, they all they hear it, it. They hear this from me consistently. Nobody's coming to save you. You know what I'm saying? We family. I got your back. Blah blah blah. But I gotta. My job is done. I've raised you. I made you a functional human being in this world. I got all the game and advice you could ever need. But if I drop dead tomorrow, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? If I drop dead tomorrow, what you going to do? And I told him, I said, y'all don't got the baggage I had when I was your age. I had y'all. I had to raise y'all. Right. I, I had, I, and I was working with far less than I got right now and I made it work, and y'all are good. Look at y'all life. So that means that I figured it out because I knew nobody was coming to save me. And I made the decision that I wasn't gonna be out here just popping off babies with all these different bras. Me and your mama did this. We made this work.
0: I took what I didn't have and I gave it to you. And I gave you what I wanted, what I wanted for myself. So I improved the situation going forward.
1: Instead of being selfish, I was altruistic, I did my role. You know what I'm saying? It's like the, it's like the, the soil and the tree. You Know what I mean? The, the tree, ain't, you, can, you, can, you can plant a plant in some, in some water, but it still needs the nutrients that the soil provide. Otherwise you're gonna constantly be replacing that water. You know what I'm saying? The tree replenishes itself. It drops leaves every season. You know what I'm saying? It drops seeds every season. The birds and the, all the, the ecosystem helps replenish. It, it feeds itself. That's what we, that, you got to be self-sustaining. You got to figure it out. You got to hold your, you got to hold your own. Become, become greater, work on yourself. That's what I, I told dude. They were like, man, you got to work on yourself. Go to the gym. You set, again, what we saying earlier, set some goals. Achieve something. That way you'll have a, you'll have a baseline. You'll have a criteria for what's acceptable and what's not acceptable for you other than a fucking paycheck. Because when you limit yourself to the, just a paycheck, my guy, you scared to give up some of it to pay off a bill you owe. That's silly. now you feel like you now you feel like you deserve some time off. You you deserve to celebrate some bullshit. What are you celebrating this weekend, my guy? You've been working, you work like everybody else. You need a break and you need to go to the bar and get drunk with some bitches because you ain't you ain't had no time with no bit You know, you know how that mentality go, bro. S- set up something so you have a legit reason to celebrate. You know what I'm saying?
0: When you young and you don't know no better, you think that you're going out like you're celebrating
1: something, and you're not. Right. I'm celebrating life. What about life? Are you celebrating? What, what What have you achieved in this life? Right. I mean, in in the since the last time you came out and did this, I see a lot of women do that shit all the time, bro. They got kids. Got first of all, like, why are you 27 years old with four kids? Now you now your mama gotta watch them so you can go celebrate. What the fuck you celebrating?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here. That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> Yo.
1: Gonna turn up, bro.
0: Yeah, you are. and We don't really need that. We're going to get on up out of here. I appreciate everybody tuning in, man. Spread the word. Full Propos podcast. We are moving up and forward and beyond. Facts. We we are enjoying life at the same time. We're getting through it. We got some stuff that's in the works. We're going to, we're going to keep working on. Cree got some new... Articles of clothing coming out soon. um y'all gonna y'all might catch me in some new shit coming soon. Uh, got my stuff on ready to order <laughs> so all oh, that would be on this way, but we all got shit going on. Smitty's out here doing this beat beat weekly and all the other things that he got going on. Um, and we're gonna keep on rocking, man. Keep on rocking up like crap. so with that said, Remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. <laughs> Excuse me. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken. We are done here. You bitch. you.